You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. For all of Acadiana. Hey parents, you don't need the latest gizmo slang or clothes to be a perfect parent, because kids in foster care don't need perfection, they need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt Us Kids and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Ian keeps getting bigger and stronger. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. In the past three hours, it's gone from a Category 3 hurricane to almost a Cat 5. Ian sustains winds have skyrocketed from 120 miles an hour to 155. Here's what we know. Devastating storm surge rain wind will impact the west coast of Florida and well inland. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean says hurricane warnings stretch up to Orlando. Ian is forecast to hit Florida sometime this afternoon, someplace between Sarasota and Fort Myers Beach, where Fox Weathers Robert Ray is. The big issue here is the storm surge where I'm standing right now uh, here later this morning expected potentially 8 to 12 feet of storm surge. We need to get out of here at some point and we're monitoring that. More than 2 million people under evacuation orders along the Gulf Coast. It's the first time never never this situation for the family. And she is in Polk County. Ian will dump more than a foot of rain in some areas. Could spawn tornadoes. It already did last night, flipping small planes over at an airport in Broward County. North Korea has done it again, firing yet another missile test on pace for a record number this year. That according to South Korea, where Vice President Harris will visit tomorrow. Today, she went to a U.S. Navy base in Japan focused on China. China used Speaker Pelosi's visit to Taiwan as a pretext for an unprecedented show of military force. Russia got its way in four regions of Ukraine taken over during the invasion and referendum voting the U.S. called a sham. More than 90% of people approved becoming part of Russia, where protests continue over leader Vladimir Putin calling up reserve soldiers. Fox's Trey Yingst. Reports indicate more than a quarter million men have fled in recent days to avoid getting sent to fight. We, like many others, fear that against our will, they could draft us to go and kill peaceful people in another country, in Ukraine. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. From the very beginning, and every workday since, at every shift and every individual effort, we carry a common purpose, a common cause. It's a duty we proudly honor. Knowing behind every product we build is your faith in us. Dedicated to the craft of gun making. Dedicated to your freedom, equality, security, and the promise of this great country. Smith & Wesson. Empowering Americans. Learn more at smith-wesson.com. Another Capitol rioter is in prison. 
Kyle Young from Iowa got a seven-year sentence for storming the Capitol January 6th last year. And he's already pleaded guilty to assaulting a police officer. Young apologized to that officer in court. They're trying to keep the government funded in Congress. Both sides of the aisle want to prevent a government shutdown that no one wants. And his Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell before a procedural vote last night to move the bill forward. West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin pulled a provision to speed up approval of energy projects from a short-term spending bill. Manchin's proposal, agreed to by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, faced opposition from members of both parties and threatened to stall the stopgap funding bill needed to avoid a government shutdown Friday night. The spending bill extends current government funding into the middle of December. Schumer says he will continue to try to pass permitting reform by the end of the year. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. On Wall Street stock futures down modestly the day after the Dow dropped into a new low for the year, losing 125 points. But the Nasdaq rose 26. In baseball, two teams clinched division titles. The St. Louis Cardinals with a win over Milwaukee. And the New York Yankees, who still have a slugger chasing history. Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge hit home run number 60 a week ago and has been stuck there since. One homer short of Roger Maris's American League record. Part of the reason is teams have been pitching around judge and that was certainly the case tuesday against toronto no homers but four walks for judge in new york's 5-2 win with the victory the yankees clinched the al east title their 20th division title in franchise history that's fox's eric messersmith new york's other team the mets lost the atlanta braves won they're now tied for first in the national league east race i'm dave anthony and this is fox news Football is here, and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience, and we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome home games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the Cape Bell News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Cape Hill News time coming up now on 606. Another great looking day in the forecast. More on your weather coming up in just a couple of minutes. Some of our top stories today. The St. Landry District Attorney's Office says a grand jury has indicted 17-year-old Jakari Padillo for first-degree murder in the armed robbery that claimed the life of Jeremy Chasson. That shooting happened in early August. Sunset police found 21-year-old Chasson near his home with a gunshot wound to his chest. 
He later died at a hospital. Now, Padillo is set for arraignment in October. He will be tried as an adult. Last night, firefighters were called out to Carrie's Rue. A blaze had started there at the Ville Platte facility. Fire starting around 6 p.m. More than two dozen firefighters were on the scene. State Fire Marshal's office has started an investigation to determine what started that blaze. Opelousa's police have identified the man who was killed during an early morning shooting Sunday. Officials tw- say 23-year-old Montario Dargan was killed after being shot while in a car in the 1100 block of Ina Claire Drive. In other headlines today, the vehicle of a sixth grade teacher that was reported missing in the Houston area. Well, the vehicle was found in New Orleans. The husband of 48-year-old Michelle Reynolds reported his wife went missing last Thursday. Sergeant Danny Laris with the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office in Texas says they don't know what Reynolds was doing when she went missing. Reynolds' family was in New Orleans searching for her. The car she was driving is a Lexus RX 300. Now, Laris would not say what condition the vehicle was in or the exact spot where they found it in New Orleans. Says they continue to seek the public's help in finding the woman. Well, since LSU student Allie Rice was killed inside of her car September 16th, her aunt and her godmother, Susie Rice, say that family members have received an overwhelming amount of support. She says the support is both emotional and financial with donations for reward money and funeral expenses. As much negative comments and things you hear about the town of Baton Rouge, but look at us. We come together when we need to. Now, Thursday, there will be a candlelight vigil at the LSU Greek Amphitheater. And on October 6th, walk-ons in Prairieville will host a fundraiser for funeral expenses. Rice says the community has truly rallied around to show their love and appreciation for Allie and her family. Walk-ons is fantastic, and their give-back night, I hope, is tremendous. Now, at both events, friends and family members are going to be distributing yellow bracelets that say, Live Like Allie. Rice says they want to honor her memory and hope continued awareness will bring justice for Allie. We just want to keep her in, in the news so we can find out who did this. For more information on the two events and where you can pick up a bracelet, you can go to Live Like Alley, the Facebook page. Well, New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell is pushing back against charges that crime in the city is out of control. She bristled at a recent report from the Wall Street Journal saying that New Orleans has the country's murder capital for the first half of 2022. Here's what she had to say. The data even used for that is more of a governmental term for that. It's not based on what's actually happening on the ground in our community. Now, Cantrell acknowledges New Orleans has experienced an increase in crime. It says other major cities have, too. She says most murders occur under specific conditions. Mostly all of them are aligned by people who know one another, not random at all. Mostly all are aligned with the challenges that families are dealing with relative to domestic violence. Now, she says mental health issues also play a role. She says New Orleans needs more mental health treatment options. Organizers of a petition to force a recall election against her say they have gathered 20 percent of the needed signatures. Cantrell responded to allegations that she pressured employees of city contractors 
not to sign the recall? I am not intimately involved in any of the efforts. I'm focused on doing the work and doing the job. Angola's old death row should be ready to house juvenile offenders from the troubled Bridge City Center in Jefferson Parish very soon. State Senator Patrick Connick has remained invested in the project. There were a rash of breakouts and violent incidents at Bridge City over the past year. Connick says he's heard there was a staffing shortage for the facility. He says that's not accurate. Not that I know of. It's just a natural process where you have to get people into that facility who are going to work there. Now, Connick says a New Orleans news outlet reported of that staff shortage, but he says there's plenty of available staff to mine the juveniles. They just need to be reassigned to the temporary Angola facility. Connick says it will take a bit more time to make preparations to move the Bridge City juvenile offenders to Angola, but the biggest hurdles, the legal ones, have been cleared. We were waiting on the decision by the court, and that decision came back last week, and and we'll speed ahead. Now, Connick says he doesn't know when the juveniles will be moved to Angola. He says times for prisoner transfers are usually not available for public knowledge, especially for juveniles. However, he says the plan is proceeding. They are in the process of getting things in order to make the move and to, to get these juveniles who have caused so much trouble into a place where they can be housed you know, safely and let these other juveniles who want to be rehabilitated get rehabilitated. Governor John Bell Edwards is leading a delegation of state and business leaders on an economic development mission. In London, here's more on the story. Shauna Sanford, a spokesperson for the governor's office, says the brief trip to London is jam-packed with meetings. They're going to be tackling some really important topics that are going to impact Louisiana and all across the state. She says there will be meetings with Shell and other companies to discuss clean energy, and they'll also seek guidance on how to address insurance issues for Louisiana homeowners and businesses. And Lloyds of London is the world's leading insurance underwriter in the marketplace. And the trip will conclude watching the Saints-Vikings game in London. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, the National Weather Service and the State Fire Marshal's Office have issued warnings asking for people in southeast Louisiana to avoid open burning because of breezy and dry conditions in that area. Ashley Rodriguez with the fire marshal's office says a Bienville Parish man died Monday because his open burn got out of control. Four people died earlier this year the same way. The weather service has issued a red flag warning for southeast Louisiana, but the fire marshal's office says everyone statewide should be careful. And if you can, just don't do any open burning this week. Uh, The conditions aren't right. They urge you to surround any burn areas with water. Keep them 75 feet away from structures. Stay with them and keep a water hose handy. I'm Marcian Goldsby. Well, the nation's obesity epidemic continues to grow. Louisiana is among 19 states with an adult obesity rate greater than 35%. President and the CEO for Trust for America's Health, Nadine Garcia, says the adult obesity rate in the Bayou State is 39%, and 22% of children are considered obese. And actually, we would have seen even higher rates if it hadn't been for many of the nutrition assistance programs that were had increased investment during the pandemic. To address the issue, she says we need to have more programs to ensure access to healthy and affordable food. As well well as physical activity more accessible to all communities, and that includes our youth. I'm Brooke Thorrington. 
Well, LSU coach Brian Kelly confirmed wide receiver Kayshawn Butte would make his return this Saturday. Kelly has no plans to force the ball to the star wide out, though, and has faith in the depth of his receiving room is what he had to say. Other than moving guys around a little bit, I think that's all you'll see from a manipulation standpoint. Other than that, the offense has got to come to you. Uh, and when you get your opportunity, you got to make plays because there's so much depth there. And Coach Kelly said the move in the New Mexico defense didn't give a good indication of the aggressiveness of the LSU offensive line, a trade he believes will be emphasized as the Tigers begin SEC play. They're going to have to put their hand in the dirt. They're going to have to get off the ball. They're going to have to move people against their will. And uh, I think you'll see a good indication over the next month of, of this offensive line really having to get after it. And right now, 59 degrees here at the KPL Studios. It's 615. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. Temperatures today going to be getting up to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. Should have a pretty decent breeze out there as well. Those winds coming from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down to the mid-50s. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we stay pretty nice here. And sunny shine basically through the next several days. Probably going to be sticking with us at least through the weekend. I think probably most of the next week as well. Temperatures will start to warm up over the weekend. They are quite cool here the next couple days. I think tomorrow we could see highs only get to about 80 degrees. Lows are going to start to get down into the mid and lower 50s as we get towards the later parts of the work week and the start of the weekend. So overall, a very, very quiet pattern. Looks like it's going to stay that way through the rest of this week and on into October. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with Optimum Business with 24-7 business customer support. Learn more at 877-778-2490 today. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so good news. There are no crashes, no breakdowns to report. School zones, though, will be going into effect shortly, so keep that in mind. Family Dollar has more for Halloween. Find everything for the perfect celebration. Costume accessories, decorations, and a huge variety of candy. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Radio. Good morning, Acadiana, and welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon Como, Bernadette Lee, and yes, this weather has given us some pep in our step this Hello, morning. Hello, yes. So, Bernie, we, I don't want to say we, we I think we're going to do it tonight. We ditched the chili idea for last night uh, and yeah. decided to do some grilling. Oh, yeah. hey, man, that's pretty good. So um, so we got this new grill, and it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I'd be remiss to say, because my wife loves getting a good deal, she found a grill that was a $400 grill and got it for 150 bucks. Wow. And that thing is pretty sweet. Okay, and, nice. Know, so we broke the grill in, and uh, it was really cool last night. And so I... I'd done some uh, a little bit of lawn work yesterday with the yeah. new. Remember, I was telling you the new um, the new weed eater I got. Yeah, <laughs> thing is awesome. By the way, I love uh, it. It's awesome. So use that, and then we went ahead and did some grilling, and it was so nice outside last night. Wasn't it though? It I was, sat out there for a while. It was yeah, glorious. Man. It was like so. Ooh. We started grilling when the sun was out, 
And then we were kind of wrapping up as the sun was going down and the stars were coming out. Mm. It was just, and to feel the breeze and, you know, it was just, it was really cool, Barney. Like this weather is just awesome. Oh man. So probably another week or so we get to have this, yeah, fungus, yeah. you know, 64 is not bad either. You it's know? not, it's yeah. not, um, you know, it's, uh, it's very much enjoyable right now. And, um, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, now we're talking more, okay, like we have this cold front coming through right now. Mm. Hopefully we're just talking about one more hot front coming through, one more <laughs> yeah. warm front, and then we can get to fall. Gosh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Our, our version yeah. of fall, you yes. know, like, ooh, 78 degrees in <laughs> yeah. the afternoon. Yeah. Ooh, that's so blazing, you know. <laughs> Wear boots in the morning, take them off at 1030. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You got it right on that. Um, you know, walk outside and sweat like crazy just yeah. by standing out uh, on your uh, patio. On yeah. your patio, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so this is this has been a nice preview to fall. Oh man. It really has. Oh gosh, it sure has. Mm -hmm. Now I'm thinking probably at some point we're probably gonna get one of those things back where it gets kind of ugly again as far as yeah. the higher temperatures. Yeah. But you, you know what we can hope for though? We're trying can, to be positive. We can hope that once the cool front passes that we start getting some rain in. Yes. Because the state needs some rain, especially in the southeast part. Mm -hmm. But we'll take the rain to kind of keep those temperatures lower Boy, as no we go kidding. in the fall. Oh, wouldn't that just be, I'm just, I'm happy. Every time I hear somebody talk about, mm -hmm. ooh, it's this, it's that, we did this. It just gets yeah. super exciting. It is. And this this is, year seemed more brutal. Yeah. Weather-wise. Yeah, it was It was rough. Uh, this, was a, this was a rough summer. It really was. Like, I know it's hot all the time, and, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Maybe I feel the sun that much more. But it was, mm. whew, it was some rough days this summer. Yeah, that weather. humidity just, Ugh. God, it seemed to envelop us for like weeks at a time and just yeah. wouldn't let us go. Yeah. It was yeah. miserable. No, absolutely. So we are very much looking. I think we're also feeling some of that summer fatigue, too. Yeah. I think when you get to this time of year and you're just like, okay, the calendar is changing you know, why is the weather not changing? Uh, I <laughs> Please, think we start getting anywhere. fatigued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we've, I mean, October's in our sights. It's just a few days away. The, we the weather needs to change along with it to make this fall feeling more permanent. Oh, yeah. And um, this really is the, in my opinion, Bernie, This these last three months that we're going into, October, November, December, are the best months of the year. They're my favorite. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. They're just so much better. Yeah. It just seems like a much happier time because yeah. people are busy and it does cool off a little bit. Yeah. Although I have to say, uh -huh. something should be said, though, about Mardi Gras. Yeah. And then Easter mm -hmm. and everything being in bloom and right. sneezing and mm -hmm. allergy medicines. But, I mean, it is beautiful there's when some, that happens. There's something about the new year, though. I don't get as excited about, like, going into a new year maybe as other people do. I know. Me I, too. I, I, I enjoy that last quarter of a year more than more than more than any other time of the year i agree with you man mm -hmm. i just the last quarter of the year is the best yeah it's absolute best because it's almost like things reset at the beginning of the year and it's it's just it's just it's a different feel mm -hmm. you know so a lot of people look forward to the beginning of the year i mean it's not that i don't look forward to it it's just not i'm almost like can we just continue on with these last three months yeah, like, can no. we just can we make this quarter last for at least another three months? Like that would be amazing. Please. <laughs> so we've got a great show lined up for you today. Of course, we have Winging It Wednesday um coming up in the seven o'clock hour. And we've also got some cartridge road trivia. Mm -hmm. And uh what else do we have? Oh, we've got the topic train coming up a little bit later on. But 
you know, Bernie, I don't know if you noticed, but I got, a, I got my Galveston shirt on today. Ooh, I yeah. see that. So I have my Galveston shirt on because we have Miss uh, Jerry Hamachek from Moody Gardens stopping uh-huh. by the studio today. And if you've ever been to Moody Gardens, you know how cool the place is. If you haven't been, you're whenever you do decide to go, you're in for a treat. <laughs> um, so true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our friend Joe Cunningham got to go uh, earlier this year um, to uh, Moody Gardens. And they had been before, but to be able to take the kids with them, they said they had an absolute blast. And it's, you know, for kids that are growing up, it's it's a combination of fun and educational yeah. for them. And so they really enjoy it. And it's a really great family getaway where you've got all the educational pyramids with the aquariums and uh and all that good stuff and then you also have the water park next to it mm-hmm. so you get like the best of everything there so we'll we'll talk to miss uh, jerry a little bit later on and uh in the morning and, and talk with her about that and then uh, bernie i see you know bernie does a great job getting a lot of these interviews and one of them i see you have on the list is ken turner yeah, we're going to talk with him uh, with Golf Rescue and yeah. talk a little bit about what uh, their staging is to be able to help out the people in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot I was, of stuff. I was listening this uh, morning to the mayor from Miami mm-hmm. uh, talking about how they're preparing. And, you know, they're optimistic. Mm-hmm. They, they're used to dealing with these things. And that's kind of how they said it. And it was it was hopeful listening to him because he said, look, he said, in the future, we don't. You know, there's always the intensity of the storm um, and the timing of the storm that's concerning. But he said, as we go forward, we want to get to the point where, you know, we've made, he says, we've made ourselves pretty impenetrable as it relates to the wind. Mm-hmm. He said, we want to be able to do so with respect to flooding. Yeah. He said, we want, we, he said, our goal is to get to the point where a hurricane becomes nothing more than some an unfortunate event that causes school to to not happen that day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, man, like that's that's a that's an amazing perspective on it. Then come to find out he's like the president of the US Association of Mayors and he's got these incredible stats for the city of Miami mm-hmm. and just kind of his way of thinking about things. It was like, okay, like this is really cool to hear an elected official speak in these terms mm-hmm. um, and speak with some real hope and not just some empty talking points. Right. So anyway, but just as it relates to the hurricanes and such, you know, that'll be, uh, that'll be amazing. If, if we can get to the point where we can look at these hurricanes, we take them seriously, but we're more prepared for them. Yeah. You know? I agree with you. So more prepared than ever before. Yeah. You know, yeah. learning how things have changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and take this break. Bernie's got a look at news coming up, and then we will continue on with Acadiana's Morning News here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. From the Cape Hill Newsroom, I'm Bernadette Lee. The St. Landry DA's office says a grand jury has indicted 17-year-old Jakiri Padillo for first-degree murder in the armed robbery that claimed the life of Jeremy Chasson. The shooting happened in August. Sunset police found 21-year-old Jeremy Chasson near his home with a gunshot wound to his chest. He later died at a hospital. Padillo will be tried as an adult. 
The vehicle of a sixth grade teacher reported missing in the Houston area was found in New Orleans. The husband of 48-year-old Michelle Reynolds reported his wife missing last Thursday. Sergeant Danny Laris with the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office in Texas say they don't know what Reynolds was doing when she went missing. Family members were in New Orleans searching for her, the car she was driving, a Lexus RX 300. Laris would not say the condition or where the vehicle exactly was found in New Orleans. He says the search continues. Your power companies from Acadiana are headed to Florida to help with utility needs after Hurricane Ian has concluded ravaging that area. Crews from LUS, Entergy and Slimco are all headed that way. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell is pushing back against charges that crime in the city is out of control. And she bristled at a recent report from the Wall Street Journal declaring New Orleans as the country's murder capital for the first half of 2022. She says mental health issues also play a role in what's happening in New Orleans. Last night, firefighters were called out to Carrie's Rue after a blaze started in that Bill Platt facility. More than two dozen firefighters were on the scene, as well as the state fire marshal's office. They've started an investigation to determine how the fire got started. You're up to date on Bernadette Lee. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. Temperatures today going to be getting up to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. Should have a pretty decent breeze out there as well. Those winds coming from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down to the mid-50s. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we stay pretty nice here. And sun and shine basically through the next several days. Probably going to be sticking with us at least through the weekend. I think probably most of next week as well. Temperatures will start to warm up over the weekend. They are quite cool here the next couple days. I think tomorrow we could see highs only get to about 80 degrees. Lows are going to start to get down into the mid and lower 50s as we get towards the later parts of the work week and the start of the weekend. So overall, a very, very quiet pattern. Looks like it's going to stay that way through the rest of this week and on into October. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Family Dollar has more for Halloween. Find everything for the perfect celebration. Costume accessories, decorations, and a huge variety of candy. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what's happening on the roadways. And uh, fortunately, we do not have any crashes right now to speak of. So school zones will be in effect shortly. So please be mindful of that. KPL News Time is 637. Welcome back into Acadiana's Morning News. And Bernie and I are joined by Miss Jerry with Moody Gardens. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back into uh, Lafayette. Well, thank you. And I'm glad that you guys brought all this beautiful weather here to <laughs> for my arrival. I know. We did, it, we did it mainly for you. <laughs> well, look, y'all bring so much beautiful weather to everyone that uh, heads all over to Galveston mm-hmm. for Moody Gardens. You know, one thing I tell people about when I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like a promotional agent for you guys. Outside of here too. Um, I've had a couple of families that I've told about Moody Gardens that they've ended up going and they've ended up loving it. Um, it's, you know, you've got the ocean right there. I mean, you got the Gulf of Mexico right there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, that your Moody Gardens is only minutes away from. And it really just is such a beautiful, beautiful setting that y'all have over at Moody Gardens. Yeah, you know, I think Galveston Island in general, you know, our our property is unique with all mm-hmm. the attractions and the hotel and we've got our lazy river that's open in the yeah. summertime. So, so much to do on our property, but worth it a couple days to come and visit because mm-hmm. when you go over to the beach area in Galveston or when you go downtown, mm-hmm. downtown Galveston has got so many cool things going on mm-hmm. and it's it's changed a lot if you haven't been there. Uh, so, it's definitely worth a trip in this time of year, it just gets really nice. A lot of yeah. people think of us in the summertime or even holidays, which is coming up. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but this time of year, uh, if you're a golfer, for example, mm-hmm. it's prime time and we've got all kinds of festivals going on in the fall. So it's a whole different experience this time of year. <laughs> yeah. It really, one of the coolest things when you drive into Galveston is to drive along that seawall. Mm-hmm. It is uh, so beautiful and um, it's so inviting. And, and like you said, at any time of the year, and, and I especially love it at this time when there's not a hurricane <laughs> that's, you know, <laughs> crawling up the coast. We had one trip. We were going to go to Galveston a couple years ago, and it was uh, during the pandemic. And right when we booked it, all of a sudden they had there was a hurricane that literally just like hugged the coast. <laughs> we ended up having to cancel our trip, unfortunately. But um, right now, you know, knock on wood, everything's been going great. And uh, you guys, uh, you know. You guys are really set up right now, been having a beautiful season and look to have a beautiful, um, you know, time during between now and the holidays is what I'm getting at. Right. It really is like almost a perfect time to go. Yeah. And uh, we're we're busy preparing for the holidays mm-hmm. right now. Um, if you haven't been uh, to Moody Gardens during the holiday season, mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience <laughs> um, and really mm-hmm. wonderful. If yeah. So we have uh, eight or more different holiday attractions that are going on. And uh, one of them has become just uh, really extraordinary with our Iceland attraction. And the last few years, we haven't been able to do that because of the pandemic. Uh, We bring in our ice carvers or Mm -hmm. a team that comes in from China, if you're not familiar. Mm -hmm. And what they do in China, it's an international competition. So if you look up the Harbin Snow and Ice Festival, mm-hmm. in that part of the world, you have the best ki- uh, ice carvers in the in the whole world. Mm-hmm. So what they do with ice sculptures, they create basically a city of ice and right. they compete for, um, you know, the, the top honors. And what they do there is on a whole other level. So <laughs> we're very, we're very honored to be able to have those guys come here and bring us a little bit of that. Yeah. And um, so we have them carve up 2 million pounds of ice. Wow. And we have a tent <laughs> that's been, it's insulated. Um, and a tent sounds, so I, I think that's kind of, uh, it is a tent, but it's got a, a metal structure in yeah. it. It's anchored down into the concrete. We're, mm-hmm. we're on the coast, so right. yeah. <laughs> it's hurricane season. So the logistics of pulling all this together is pretty amazing. It is. But, so they bring it, we bring in chillers mm. and we bring the temperature down to nine degrees and there's a, a place in uh, Bryan, Texas, where we freeze ice all year round. Uh, and they bring it in, and they these ice carvers, chainsaws, hand picks, they carve it all by hand. Yeah. And sometimes when you're walking through and you see uh, all the different sculptures, this mm-hmm. year we have uh, a Caribbean Christmas theme. So Ooh, imagine wow. all kinds of bright colors and... Um, 
the marine life that you'll see going down into yeah. the Caribbean. And that in this tent is just, sometimes you don't really stop and think that these people have hand carved all of this. Yeah. So it's really amazing how quickly they do it. So they arrive October 9th and we open November 19th mm-hmm. and they carve up 2 million pounds of ice in that time frame. Yeah. So and Bernie, I've been to this, and it is everything she said and more. It's so cool. Like when you go through the area and see all the different sculptures, you and and the way that they're able to get everything so cold, mm-hmm. you you almost forget that you're in Galveston. In the fact that Galveston is known for such a warm climate, mm. but you're in like this winter wonderland kind of experience. Wow. It really is cool. And we have an ice bar in there that's called Shiver, so you can yes. stop in for a cocktail. We, we um, ask everybody to bundle up. Yeah, uh, yeah we, it gets cold. We do provide parkas, but yeah. it's nine degrees in there, and yeah. you will feel every bit of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, they provide the parkas when you go in, and you definitely have to put those on, but it is really cool. Like it, Just to see all the different sculptures and all the work that goes into it, and the kids love it. I mean, you just see the kids just enjoying the whole area, and it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. So uh, in addition to Iceland, we've got so many other attractions. So if you've not been to the Festival of Lights, that's a mile-long trail that takes you uh, through the Moody Gardens property. And we have over 2 million lights that are there with all different displays and holiday music themed in with it. So it takes you along the water. And if you're not in the holiday spirit yet, that will get you there. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, we've got fire pits there where you make some s'mores and... Mm -hmm. Grab some hot cocoa and just it, it, it really puts you in the holiday spirit. And then we have an ice rink. Yeah. And we have holiday 3D films and we have Rudolph 4D in the 4D theater <laughs> and uh, train rides. Yeah. And we have a number of other special events going on, too. So mm-hmm. we've got um, some different dates that are set for breakfast with Santa over at the <laughs> Moody Gardens Hotel. Wow. Yeah. And then we've got uh, New Year's Palooza, which is a family-style uh, celebration over at the Moody Gardens Hotel. Mm-hmm. And then we have Cirque Joy Dinner and Show, which is kind of a Cirque du Soleil type of show. <laughs> and that's uh, December 19th through the 30th. So all these different things going on. And um, you can grab festive food along the way, or we've got great, uh, buffets where you can have sit down every night and you know any night that you come and have dinner with your family yeah. mm-hmm. uh, lots of different options going on and as we wrap up in the last minute or two miss jerry um one thing that i touched on when we were talking about you coming in but we haven't really touched on yet you mentioned family like for families with young kids especially um i think that y'all do a fantastic job of mixing in entertainment with education Yes, that's, and a lot of people, you know, we often get so busy talking about all the things that are going on, Mm -hmm. but education is part of our our mission, education and conservation. So you'll find that theme and rehabilitation and uh, recreation is as well. So from the moment you arrive on our property, by design, it's intended to be a therapeutic experience. So you arrive on property, the gardens are everywhere. Yeah. Automatically, you know, your blood pressure just starts going down. <laughs> yes. I love and that. And you can enjoy some in- island time. And then the different attractions that we have there with mm-hmm. the aquarium, all the marine life that's in there. 
it's not only therapeutic, but it's educational yeah. and fun. And we put that all together in a way so the kids don't realize that they're learning something. <laughs> but yes. they are. And the adults yeah. are, too, we hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Hi, Ms. Jerry with uh, Moody Gardens. Thank you so much for stopping by. We always love when you come by. And uh, continued success at Moody Gardens. Thank you. All right. KPL News Time is 646. When Russia shut down Ukraine's internet service, Elon Musk bypassed the Russians and ordered Starlink service to reconnect Ukraine. In Iran, he's done it again. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Simply Safe. Get a indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at safecam.com. When citizens revolt against an oppressive government, the government's first move is to shut off all lines of its citizens' communications, especially social media. Iran followed this playbook exactly after its morality police, roaming packs of Iranian goons in uniforms, beat a young woman to death because they thought she was wearing immodest clothing. For 15 nights now, rioting crowds have been gathering in the streets chanting death to the dictator. Meanwhile, the unpredictable Elon Musk has quietly turned on his fast Starlink satellite internet back to Iran, orbiting at an altitude of 340 miles. That's far out of reach of both the Ayatollah and his morality police. Get my new daily podcast called Commando Today. When you're an innovative business at Blinking Cursor, every blinked age is an opportunity. You deal with it. Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Energies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. The new iPhone 14 Pro is here, and the place to get it is at T-Mobile. Right now, get iPhone 14 Pro on us with trade-in on our Max plan, and get Apple TV Plus included so you can favorite shows on Apple's most advanced smartphone display ever. Get iPhone 14 Pro and Apple TV Plus on us only at T-Mobile. Monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling service to continue remaining bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. Apple T plus on us up to four ninety nine value. Ctmobile.com for details. So all eyes right now are out towards the Gulf of Mexico to the east as we take a look at Hurricane Ian who's uh, making its path towards uh, the Florida coast and uh, everyone getting prepared there for uh, the hit that it's expected to give to Florida. And, you know, we've been talking about how people throughout our area and the region have been sending help uh, to Florida in preparation for Hurricane Ian. And we're going to talk to one of those people right now, uh, Ken Turner. And um, Ken Turner with Gulf Search and Rescue joining us right now uh, on uh, the phone lines. Ken, uh, welcome in, sir. Well, good morning, Bernie and Brandon. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for uh, jumping in. And so, uh, you know, let us know uh, what's happening right now. Um, I know you've got some a lot of people that are going out there to help the people of Florida. Just let our listeners know what you all are doing. Okay. We uh, we got to Tampa um, early morning hours on Monday. Staged up, got with uh, all the folks we needed to meet up with, fire departments and uh Florida Office of Emergency Management uh, staged up there. Then uh, overnight, the uh, hurricane is smooth past. It's uh, going to hit a little further south. And we went early to be on the dirty side, the east side, uh, early before it got here. Well, it's moved, so we're moved. And we're headed now to uh, the Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. 
and uh, that's going to still put us on the dirty side, the uh, high winds, the high water, storm surge side, and uh, put us right in position to be able to be most effective. Yeah, this uh, storm uh, really has the potential to be a powerful one whenever it hits. It's uh, talking about you know being a, a Cat Three as it you know as it's crossing Western Cuba and then developing into a Cat Four as it approaches Florida's west coast. Um, you know, we think about I think about Ida from last year. You know, intensifying so much and becoming a Cat Four um, once it hit land, and it looks like we could have something similar here happening in Florida. And um, so. Am I hearing correctly, is Tampa, because I had heard that this was talking about that Tampa was going to get a direct hit for the first time in like over a century. So are you saying the hurricanes kind of changed trajectory a little bit? It, it has. It has turned uh, more eastern. Okay. Uh, so landfall now is projected a little bit above the Fort Myers area, kind of between uh, Fort Myers and Sarasota, which is a little south of Tampa. Uh-huh. The uh the problem is that the trajectory now also puts it kind of turning north. So it rides the coast for a little bit, just dumping tons of water. Oh, yeah. Everything for Fort Myers past uh, Tampa. Uh, it's just going to be uh, torrential downpours there. They're telling folks now to uh, pretty much prepare as if a tornado would be coming over your house rather than a hurricane because uh, the speed has increased. Uh, last update I got uh, a couple minutes ago put it at 155 miles an hour wind. Yeah. That's two miles short of being a Category 5. So it is extremely dangerous and extremely strong right now. Yeah, the uh, the special 635 update from National Hurricane Center um, saying exactly what you're saying there. Um, you know, I was listening to uh, the mayor of Miami this morning uh, talking about preparing for these hurricanes and he said you know unfortunately we have a lot of experience preparing for these but one thing he talked about uh and i mentioned it to bernie earlier in the hour was getting to the point where he says they felt like they've become impenetrable as far as it relates to wind but trying to improve as far as being prepared for flooding um talked about you know hopefully one day getting to the point of you know where hurricanes become something that's more of you know, uh, an unfortunate event that caused a school to be canceled. Um, you see, though, the devastation uh, from these hurricanes and, and what they cause. Talk about, you know, in the time that you've been doing this, you know, dealing with these hurricanes. Um, you know, every city's different. Every place is different. But do you how kind of talk about what you see across the Gulf South region as far as preparedness goes uh, in these places? Um, are we learning lessons, getting better and better prepared as, as these hurricanes approach? Well, the, the agencies, the, um, the Office of Emergency Preparedness, the uh, Homeland Security, those type of folks, FEMA, they're getting more and more experience by doing it. The, uh, the, the, some of the downside is, is when you start saying it's going to hit, uh, you know, pick a city. Uh, it's going to hit Pensacola. Yeah. And it's coming in, and it really fizzles before it gets there, and people get a false sense of security. Right. Because, oh, it wasn't as bad as they, they proclaimed. You know, they, they kept telling us the sky is falling, and it didn't fall. Well, because it changes. And this was not supposed to be bad. This end was supposed to come in and hit landfall at a Category 1, and it's going to hit it at Category 4. Uh, so... Unfortunately, while the uh, agencies are getting much more prepared for it, some people are, are just kind of blowing it off saying, well, it, you know, it's never been bad. They always prepare us for the worst, but it's never as bad as they say. Well, 
today they're going to find out it, it was just as bad as they told them. Well, and, you know, so, I always look at it whenever the hurricane's not as bad as projected as a sigh of relief in that maybe there was a factor that came in. Like, you know, we talk about here in Lafayette, the warm, dry air that comes in a lot of times. And um, I've literally seen, like, Hurricane Harvey, for instance, making when it was making its way from Houston towards us, um, you know, it was like a half a hurricane going across the state. The southern half of it was essentially cut off. And I always look at that as a sigh of relief. But you're right. Many times people look at it as, oh, well, it, they were just playing chicken little and they were saying the sky is falling. But weather, I mean, there's, you know, there's only so much you can predict with weather. Correct. Correct. They, uh, if, if it were to continue this trajectory, it would have head further up. Uh, I think uh, Saturday's um, forecast was supposed to put it right kind of, I call it in the neck of Florida, would have put it right on Tallahassee in that area, which is more central. Uh, if you look at the width of the state, it's more in the center of the state. Mm -hmm. um, the topography there, the uh, shelf in the Gulf is shallow there. Mm -hmm. So when it hit that area, it was going to cut away the foot of the uh, hurricane, so to speak. And it was going to decrease. Well, it's in deep water now. And because it's in deep water, it comes comes with the deep consequences because uh, it's not slowing down until it hits land. Mm. It's going to be somewhere north of Orlando right now. The projection shows that it's still going to be a Category 1 that far inland. Wow. Um, so it's going to take a while for this thing to uh, slow down. And then the current projection shows it going back into the Atlantic and then turning back somewhere around the uh, Georgia, South Carolina uh, coastline. And then coming back up through uh, South Carolina and North Carolina. So Ian's going to be around for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Ken Turner with Golf Search and Rescue. Thank you so much for what you do, man. And stay safe out there as y'all are helping people. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Uh, KPL News Time is coming up on 658. We've got your Fox Business Report and a look at uh, national and uh, state and local headlines coming up. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. The Bank of England has announced it's taking action to try and stabilize markets, launching a temporary government bond buying program to stave off what it calls a material risk to UK financial stability after unfunded government tax cuts spooked markets. The German stock market getting its second largest IPO in history, potentially the third largest in Europe, and sports car maker Porsche Public Thursday. And for the first time in a decade, Americans will pay less year on monthly premium for Medicare's Part B plan, which covers routine doctor's visits. For outpatient care, the rare 3% decrease in monthly premiums comes after millions of Medicare beneficiaries faced a tough year of high inflation and a dramatic increase in premiums this year. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. You spend the first hour of your vacation at the luggage carousel. There's nowhere to go but up. There's a place to go but up. Because when you open your suitcase, you find it filled with dolls. Dolls like the one in that movie that scared you so much you wet your girlfriend's bed. 
Um, the one that got away. Back to the airport with relief. It lasts until you get back to your room, where a fallen doll waits to greet you. Don't let a suitcase full of dolls ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Hurricane Ian is almost a Category 5 monster. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's top sustained winds just two miles per hour shy of that at 155. This is going to be a nasty, nasty uh, day, two days. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis expects a life-threatening storm surge over a foot of rain in some areas and catastrophic flooding. It's no longer possible to safely evacuate. More than two million people were ordered to leave their homes along the Gulf Coast. Hurricane Ian expected to hit land between Sarasota and Fort Myers this afternoon, then move inland and up. Florida emergency manager Kevin Guthrie. This will be a statewide event. This is going to cause uh, conditions for flooding. Already started seeing tornadoes begin to form. At least two tornadoes were spotted in Broward County, the Fort Lauderdale area on Florida's east coast. Storm surge warnings went up for the Florida Keys overnight. Schools are shut in much of the state and power is expected to go out for millions. Fox's Evan Brown in Tampa. There's news on two Capitol rioters. One was convicted, the other sentenced. Kyle Fitzsimmons from Maine found guilty of assaulting police who were defending a Capitol entrance on January 6th last year. Kyle Young from Iowa, who pleaded guilty to assaulting a D.C. cop, got a seven-year prison sentence. Federal Judge Amy Berman Jackson said he was a one-man wrecking ball that day. Young tearfully apologized to the officer in court and said, I hope someday you forgive me. Not likely, as now retired officer Michael Fanone told Young, he hopes he suffers in prison. That's Fox's Jack Callahan. Shots fired in Philadelphia at a high school football scrimmage. Four teens are recovering after being hit by gunfire late yesterday outside Roxboro High School, while a 14-year-old boy was killed in the incident. Philadelphia police say that the teens were headed back to their locker room when four shooters, who'd been waiting in a car parked outside the football field, jumped out and opened fire. That's Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America is listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. From the very beginning and every workday since, at every shift and every individual effort, we carry a common purpose, a common cause. It's a duty we proudly honor, knowing behind every product we build is your faith in us. Dedicated to the craft of gun making. Dedicated to your freedom, equality, security, and the promise of this great country. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. Learn more at smith-wesson.com. Again, Hurricane Ian is closing in on Florida's Gulf Coast, expected to make landfall this afternoon between Sarasota and Fort Myers with 155 mile an hour sustained winds now. It's already made an impact in Congress. 
The Democrat-led House committee investigating last year's Capitol riot and former President Trump's conduct postponed its public hearing that was supposed to be today. Congress is trying to keep the government open, working on a bill providing funding through mid-December before a deadline on Friday. That bill cleared a procedural hurdle last night in the Senate, where support is also building for changing an old law in reaction to the 2020 Trump election fraud claims in the Capitol riot. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell supports amending the 1887 Electoral Count Act. The chaos that came to a head on January 6th of last year strongly suggests that we find careful ways to clarify and streamline the process. The bill would raise the threshold for members of Congress to object to a state's slate of electors and clarify how states send electors to Congress. Texas Republican Ted Cruz says the bill is all about Donald Trump. And nobody in our lifetimes has driven Democrats in this body more out of their mind than President Trump. The House passed similar but more sweeping changes earlier this month. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. On Wall Street, the Dow could drop to yet another new low. Futures are down. The day after the Dow lost 125 points, the Nasdaq, though, rose 26. In baseball... And the pitch. Chop slowly to second. Torres there. And the Yankees are the American League East champions. The call on yes. The New York Yankees beat the Toronto Blue Jays 5-2. The St. Louis Cardinals clinched the National League Central title, beating Milwaukee 6-2. The NL East is all tied up now after the New York Mets lost and the Atlanta Braves won. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Football is here, and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience, and we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome Home Games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends Tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the KPL News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. Right now, 58 degrees here at KPL. Weather forecast for today, another great one on tap. We'll have more new weather forecast coming up in a couple of minutes. Some of our top stories today, the St. Landry Parish DA's office says the grand jury has indicted 17-year-old Jakiri Padillo for first-degree murder in the armed robbery that claimed the life of Jeremy Chasson. That shooting happened in early August in Sunset. Police say they found Chasson near his home with a gunshot wound to his chest. He later died at a hospital. But he was set for arraignment in October. He'll be charged as an adult. Last night, firefighters were called out to Carrie's Rue after a blaze started at the Ville Platte facility. It's about 6 o'clock or so. More than two dozen firefighters were on the scene. State Fire Marshal's office has also started an investigation. Opelousas police have identified the man who was killed during an early morning shooting Sunday. 
Officials say 23-year-old Montario Dargan was killed after being shot while in a car in the 1100 block of Ina Claire Drive. Well, since LSU student Allie Rice was killed inside of her car September 16th, her aunt and godmother, Susie Rice, says family members have received an overwhelming amount of support from people, emotional support, financial support, etc. She says it's amazing to see so many people coming together. As much negative comments and things you hear about the town of Baton Rouge. But look at us. We come together when we need to. And on Thursday, there's going to be a candlelight vigil at the LSU Greek Amphitheater. And on October 6th, walk-ons in Prairieville will host a fundraiser for funeral expenses. Rice says the community is truly rallied to show their love and appreciation for Allie and her family. Walk-ons is fantastic. And their give-back night, I hope it's tremendous. Uh, both events, family and friends are distributing yellow bracelets that say live like Allie. Rice says they want to honor her memory and hope continued awareness will bring justice for Allie. We just want to keep her in, in the news so we can find out who did this. And other headlines today. New Orleans Mayor Latoya, Latoya Cantrell is saying that she is pushing back against charges that crime in the city is out of control. She bristled at a recent Wall Street Journal report declaring New Orleans the country's murderer capital for the first half of the year. The data even used for that is more of a governmental term for that. It's not based on what's actually happening on the ground in our community. Kendrell acknowledges New Orleans has experienced an increase in crime, but says other major cities have too, and says most murders occur under specific conditions. Mostly all of them are aligned by people who know one another, not random at all. Mostly all are aligned with the challenges that families are dealing with relative to domestic violence. And she says mental health issues are also playing a part in all of this that's happening. And she says they need more mental health treatment options. Organizers of a petition to force a recall election against her say they have garnered 20 percent of the needed signatures. Cantrell responded to allegations that she pressured employees of city contractors not to sign the recall petition. I am not intimately involved in any of the efforts. I'm focused on doing the work and doing the job. Now, in other headlines today, Angola's old death row should soon be ready to house violent juveniles from the Bridge City Center for Youth in Jefferson Parish. After a federal judge last week refused to block the plan transfer to Angola, the plan is now proceeding. Jefferson Parish State Senator Patrick Connick has remained engaged in the project. He says he's heard news of a staffing problem for the Angola facility. It's not a problem. I think it's just something that's got to take place in a systematic and, and, and planned out way. As for when the juveniles will be transferred to Angola, Connick says he hasn't been told. They usually don't telegraph when they move in prisoners. He says the process will take as long as it needs to. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Governor John Bell Edwards is leading a delegation of state and business leaders on an economic development mission in London. Shauna Sanford, a spokesperson for the governor's office, says the brief trip to London is jam-packed with meetings. They're going to be tackling some really important topics that are going to impact Louisiana and all across the state. She says there will be meetings with Shell and other companies to discuss clean energy, and they'll also seek guidance on how to address insurance issues for Louisiana homeowners and businesses. The Lloyds of London is the world's leading insurance underwriter in the marketplace. And the trip will conclude watching the Saints-Vikings game in London. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, the National Weather Service and the State Fire Marshal's Office 
have issued warnings for southeast Louisiana, asking people to avoid open burning because of breezy and dry conditions. Ashley Rodriguez with the fire marshal's office says a Bienville Parish man died Monday because his open burn got out of control. Four people died earlier this year the same way. The Weather Service has issued a red flag warning for southeast Louisiana, but the fire marshal's office says everyone statewide should be careful. And if you can, just don't do any open burning this week. Uh, The conditions aren't right. They urge you to surround any burn areas with water. Keep them 75 feet away from structures. Stay with them and keep a water hose handy. I'm Marcianne Goldsby. Well, the nation's obesity epidemic continues to grow. Louisiana is among 19 states with an adult obesity rate greater than 35%. President and the CEO for Trust for America's Health, Nadine Garcia, says the adult obesity rate in the Bayou State is 39%, and 22% of children are considered obese. And actually, we would have seen even higher rates if it hadn't been for many of the nutrition assistance programs that were had increased investment during the pandemic. To address the issue, she says we need to have more programs to ensure access to healthy and affordable food. As well as physical activity more accessible to all communities, and that includes our youth. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, Pelican coach Willie Green commented after the team's first practice on the steps that can be taken now with the young group in their second season with most of their players returning after a playoff loss to the Suns last season. You know, it's easy to put in concepts. It's easy to put in your defense and your offense because pretty much all the guys are coming back from last year. Um, So we're probably a, a step ahead in that way, but we just have to push to continue to be better. It's coming up now on 713. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. Temperatures today going to be getting up to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. Should have a pretty decent breeze out there as well. Those winds coming from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down to the mid-50s. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we stay pretty nice here. And sunny shine basically through the next several days. Probably going to be sticking with us at least through the weekend. I think probably most of next week as well. Temperatures will start to warm up over the weekend. They are quite cool here the next couple days. I think tomorrow we could see highs only get to about 80 degrees. Lows are going to start to get down into the mid and lower 50s as we get towards the later parts of the work week and the start of the weekend. So overall, a very, very quiet pattern. Looks like it's going to stay that way through the rest of this week and on into October. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Family Dollar has more for Halloween. Find everything for the perfect celebration. Costume accessories, decorations, and a huge variety of candy. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways. We do have a crash, uh, Rue de Billier. This is uh, right near uh, North Domingue Avenue. Uh, also, we have, uh, let's see here. We have a crash, uh, excuse me, we have a traffic control a school, obviously, East Milton Avenue and Fieldcrest Parkway. Uh, traffic signal malfunction. U.S. Highway 90 at Young Street, a traffic signal malfunction. Highway 90 at Young Street. And again, keep in mind that school zones are in effect. Hi, I'm Blakely Kirkpatrick. And I'm Leighton Kirkpatrick. Stronger together, safer apart. 
a pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the public for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Have a good day, Katie. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Dude, you're on a roll this morning, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Start. Mics are open. Yeah, Mics are hot. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, speaking of hot, that's this group. We hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Was that, a, was that a Winnie the Pooh reference? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes, we're talking about Xi Jinping on the next episode. Yes. Ah, yes. All right. Um, uh, winging it Wednesday, if you haven't figured that out yet. Jacob White and Mark Pope uh, sitting in with uh, Bernie and I this morning. Good morning. Hello. Yes. What's up? Better morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the weather. The yeah. weather, the weather, the weather. Weather morning. <laughs> whether you like it or not. Oh, I love it. I don't like it. I love it. Yeah. He's got a love affair. So what's new, people? <laughs> yeah, I find myself w- walking and running a little in the neighborhood yeah. again. It's like... Ooh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Could you oh, do yeah. that for me, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They had, a, they had a sci-fi with one of the Baldwins where you could, like, you know... 
put your body, your, your personal trainer would just take you for a run and you could sit and watch TV in their body. Oh, that would be nice. That, that, that sounds like that would probably be a Stephen Baldwin movie. That's what, oh, it was, I believe. Oh, I figured that, I figured that. All right, there's like different levels of Baldwin. <laughs> and which, that would be like a good, um, a good game or something, different levels of Baldwin. Describe the movie and figure out which Baldwin yeah. brother was in it. What level of Baldwin are, will our show be tonight? Today, well, what is this? <laughs> Good morning. There you go. All right, so we've got a list of uh, topics uh, for you guys. Let's jump into the first one. Um, on Friday afternoon, we found out that Lafayette Representative Stuart Bishop uh, is entering rehab for alcoholism. And, um, you know, in a statement released on Friday, he admitted that he'll be off the job for the next 30 days, which is uh, which he's about four or five days in right now as he checked himself into a rehabilitation center. Um, want to get you guys uh, your first impressions off of it. Yeah, Mark, go ahead. Well, I, I have really nothing to say other than I wish Representative Bishop well. Okay. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, unless you scrutinize his uh, votes as a member of the House of Representatives and you have uh, high praise or high criticism, mm -hmm. and I can't, I do, do not fall into that category. So all I can say is I wish him well. Uh, as I perused the article, I did like the way it ended, mm -hmm. uh, not particularly because I'm opposed to Representative Bishop running for re-election, but he did say I will not be seeking re-election in the future, uh, in the near future, but don't rule out anything down the road. And so I think that's a good move. And look, trying to juggle life and then serve as in as in an elected position, it's got to be challenging. And so all I have to say is I, I wish the man well. If he if he truly needs help, he's seeking help. Um, with the grace of God, may he get that help and recover because alcoholism is a disease. And so, yeah. uh, like I said, I wish him well. Well, I think you had more to say than you thought you did, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh I do uh, think we were speaking a bit about this before the show that uh, it does beg the question of, you know, how many legislators do we have right now who should go to rehab, you know, and uh, will they uh, please raise their hands and say aye. But uh, that it is, I would say, a positive if this gentleman needs that, uh, you know, and I wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, but it, it, it is, uh, it, I don't know, it is something that, uh, one wonders, you know, how bad would your addiction have to get for you to step down from an office like that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you just led me into a follow-up question because we talked about you talked about other elected officials and how many of them would need rehab. Now I know that might have been said tongue in cheek a little bit, but okay, we just had a mayor president who just talked about going to rehab. You've now got a representative that says that he is in rehab um, for as long as I've known politics. You know, politicians do not want to admit personal mistakes. It, it turns into scandals when they try to cover it up. And then all of a sudden they get found out and they have to step down from office. Are we seeing a new trend in politics where if you have issues that would have taken down a previous mm, politician in the past, that now you can you can make an announcement that you're going to rehab 
and seek help for it and still keep your position. It, it would seem, I mean, Al Franken, you know, I'm sure is just cursing that he right. stepped down when well they made him well, they, they, forced they did him. and yeah. and i think it was kind of a you know a, a, a bad uh a bad move but it does beg that question of are, are we you know do we have the kind of teeth uh, uh, uh to remove bad actors before Ooh. either their party makes them step down or you know you just claw them from a, a, a perch that you know everyone knows they should no longer attain mm -hmm. uh, i don't know that that's you know it, we could go in so many directions with it but i do think that uh we don't maybe have the local media's stomping around uh you know each locality around the u.s in the way that we did 20 or 30 years ago and so you probably could weather some things that might otherwise, I mean, in this, you know, area, we got the current, we got a lot of y'all, you know, y'all, uh, everyone's talking politics, but in a lot of places, especially lower population areas, you know, where maybe the local paper closed, man, you just kind of, so let's see if I can just keep getting this salary until my next. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Mark. I look, I take, I take what both the specific, was uh, Josh Guillory, Mayor President Josh Guillory, and State Representative Stuart Bishop. I take them on face value and about what they're saying. Uh, and I understand what you said, Brandon, but, you know, as you were saying it, I thought, well, I understand that analogy, if you will, but it's not a perfect analogy because Mayor Guillory is daily, day to day to day to day. Mm -hmm. Stuart Bishop is not in session right now. In other words, the legislature is not in session. Mm -hmm. So what is he missing? He's missing some calls from constituents and they could say um, uh, Bishop. Tax committee, though. Those mm -hmm. tax committee well, for twice yeah. a month. That, uh, but yeah. I didn't, if I overlooked that in the article, but nonetheless, I, I think Mayor Guillory's position is much more of a daily leadership position. He's in there every day. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that the, the commission, there may be committee meetings. Yes. Uh, again, I overlooked that if that was in there, Bernie, but the, the point being, here's, here's to me the overlying question. How much trust does the public have mm -hmm. in their elected officials, be they local, state, or federal? Yeah. And I think the, I think I can answer that question and to say that trust is lacking across the board. All right. Okay, can we take a break and then I have some thoughts about that? All right. Because I want to share some thoughts from the media side. You may or may not agree, so I thought we'd do that in a minute. All right, yep, let's do All that right. in a minute. We've got you with news coming up in a couple minutes oh, first. Oh, hello. And then we'll get to your question. Okay. Thank you, Bernie. I like you. Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From the KPL Newsroom, I'm Bernadette Lee. The St. Landry DA's office says a grand jury has indicted 17-year-old Jakiri Padillo for first-degree murder in the armed robbery that claimed the life of Jeremy Chasson. The shooting happened in August. Sunset police found 21-year-old Jeremy Chasson near his home with a gunshot wound to his chest. He later died at a hospital. Padillo will be tried as an adult. 
The vehicle of a sixth grade teacher reported missing in the Houston area was found in New Orleans. The husband of 48-year-old Michelle Reynolds reported his wife missing last Thursday. Sergeant Danny Laris with the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office in Texas say they don't know what Reynolds was doing when she went missing. Family members were in New Orleans searching for her, the car she was driving, a Lexus RX 300. Laris would not say the condition or where the vehicle exactly was found in New Orleans. He says the search continues. Your power companies from Acadiana are headed to Florida to help with utility needs after Hurricane Ian has concluded ravaging that area. Crews from LUS, Entergy, and Slimco are all headed that way. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell is pushing back against charges that crime in the city is out of control. And she bristled at a recent report from the Wall Street Journal declaring New Orleans as the country's murder capital for the first half of 2022. She says mental health issues also play a role in what's happening in New Orleans. Last night, firefighters were called out to Carrie's Rue after a blaze started in that Ville Platte facility. More than two dozen firefighters were on the scene, as well as the state fire marshal's office. They've started an investigation to determine how the fire got started. You're up to date on Bernadette Lee. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. Temperatures today going to be getting up to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. Should have a pretty decent breeze out there as well. Those winds coming from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down to the mid-50s. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we stay pretty nice here. And sunny shine basically through the next several days. Probably going to be sticking with us at least through the weekend. I think probably most of next week as well. Temperatures will start to warm up over the weekend. They are quite cool here the next couple of days. I think tomorrow we could see highs only get to about 80 degrees. Lows are going to start to get down into the mid and lower 50s as we get towards the later parts of the work week and the start of the weekend. So overall, a very, very quiet pattern. Looks like it's going to stay that way through the rest of this week and on into October. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. If you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen that'll save space in your cabinet. To learn more, visit simplegreen.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at traffic, we got a lot of things on the board. We got a crash Willow at uh, the Evangeline Thruway. That's Willow at the Evangeline Thruway. Also, we have a crash North Orange Street at East 3rd. That's Orange at 3rd. And we have a light out, uh, Highway 90 at Young Street in Broussard. And uh, school zones are in effect, so please be mindful of them.
It just takes a while to get to the age of Aquarius, but when you get there, we got a magical place. Well, yeah, because you have to hear the 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 music in the beginning, the instrumentals. it's the planet turning. I gotta say, you guys in this room, you are the fifth dimension. You've got my head spinning. You have no idea. You guys ought to be in here during the breaks. You smell that? That's some brain cells actually working. All right, well, Bernie, speaking of using those brain cells, I know you had some thoughts okay. on our topic. And by the way, for those that are just yes, joining reset us. Two, two things. First off, um, we were off the air for a little while, but here again is where having the KPL News app is so beneficial. Mm. Yes. We had, there's a power outage happening right? in Youngsville. Right. Okay. And so we had a power outage here at the station as far as being off the air. So with that being the case, okay, when that happens, we're still online on the KPL News app. So we ask you, download the KPL News app. You can yep. listen to us if uh, an issue happens here where we're off the air. Uh, plus, there's also cool contests and stuff that you can be a part of. The other thing is, let's reset what we're talking about. Okay. So uh, Lafayette Representative Stuart Bishop um, made the announcement uh, last week that he was entering rehab for alcoholism. We talked about it in the first half of Winging It Wednesday, and now Bernie has some thoughts. So here's what I'm going to say. Two things. One, um, no matter what you know, reasons, intentions, et cetera. I am glad from the standpoint of so many people suffer from alcohol, drugs, a combination of both deep depression, anxiety issues that in this day and age, finally in 2022, people can talk about their issues slash failings mm -hmm. because I think more people come to understand these things are not about a lack of will. It's about what happens in your brain. Mm -hmm. And number two, I think we finally come to a point in media coverage, because even when I first started years ago, almost uh, 30 years ago, I can't tell you how many people elected mm -hmm. went through rehab mm -hmm. in many cases, multiple times. Did anybody ever cover it? Nope. <laughs> and I think it's an important step. Because regardless of how you feel about anyone in elected office, whatever you think their motivations are, at least we can have this conversation in 2022. Maybe y'all agree, disagree. I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, if this had been even 20 years ago, I don't think we'd be talking about it publicly. Not even 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because rehab was something that elected officials... Oh, you're officials dirty, you're bad. Yeah. It's a yes. lack of will. Yeah. Well, now with, you know, more people experiencing these things, you understand... Okay, Will is a, a, a marginal part of it, but these are things that happen with inside your brain and your with your body chemistry. And, and with that understanding, too, I think, uh, you know, the neurochemical understanding is mm -hmm. a societal shift toward, mm -hmm. you know, understanding that, that vulnerability uh, under, a, you know, a time where... You, you need to undergo healing, mm -hmm. you know, can be the best step to become stronger and more resilient in the long run. And so where people would have to just hide it and, you mm -hmm. know, continue to, you know, wince and, and smile. Now, I think maybe people are at least able to enter that rehabilitation that they might otherwise not have, not have done, not have been able to 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 talk about it. And look, I'm of the generation you get hurt, you rub some dirt on it, and you keep going. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. That's also still my philosophy. Yeah, it's but good also, advice in a lot of is. situations. Because you still have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. But I also feel like I don't have to pretend that I've never had anxiety. 
Yeah. I've had anxiety my whole life. I also feel like I no longer have to pretend about the constant state of depression, the low grade that that followed me for most of my life. And then, you know, there's been a lot over the last two years for most people. And I think a lot of people realize, you know what? Everybody's got their troubles, right? Well, and we live in a time, you know, we have this explosion in population, and yet we are so atomized and we can feel so alone. And, and, you know, we are in so many ways alone because, you know, we're all kind of looking to our device and thinking about what what do I want to be and how do I want to be perceived? Mm-hmm. And it can be, you know, as you say, depressing and mm-hmm. and it can really bog you down. And so to be able to reach out and say, you know, hey, I'm having trouble Man, it's it's a very hard thing to say, but once you say it, it's like, oh, the, even if even if they don't help, even if somebody's like, you know, I mean, actually, I gotta go to work. You know, it's still just nice to say, okay, thanks for listening. You know, there's something Absolutely. about yeah. about being able to say it publicly. A priest about 15 years or so ago, uh, I went to church with a friend of mine, and the priest was so great because he was so open about it. Yeah, he said, yeah, you know, blah blah blah. Third time at rehab, cause. I'm just a slow learner, <laughs> right? And I thought that was very powerful mm-hmm. for a priest to say. Yeah. Guess what? We're not perfect yeah. people. Yeah. We're fallible too. The, Only the, the ongoing is. discussion, Jake and Bernie, I agree with that. Let me let me throw let me throw another something in the pot for mm-hmm. consideration. All right. So these two issues we have with the uh, two gentlemen who are seeking rehab for alcohol mm-hmm. problems, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. running for public office. Running for public office. How many folks out there listening can say, oh, yeah, I, I know all about that. I've done that. That uh, I did it. Mm-hmm. What, what I got was, let me tell you, folks, not at all what I expected. You want to talk about stress with yeah. a capital S? Yeah. And ugliness. If you, if you uh-huh. have a problem and you're, and you're considering seeking public office, elected office, becoming a public servant, the time to get help with alcohol or drug addiction is before you seek that elected because office. Because it'll, it'll only make it worse, the stress it, of Exactly. That, that's yeah. my point. Mm-hmm. Go run for office, folks. You want to see what stress is? Go run mm-hmm. for office. Go beg for money. Have campaign fundraisers. Uh, write up all these, you know, mm-hmm. your, your advertising, what farms you go to, what you don't go to, how many doors do you knock on. You want to talk about stress? And that's the most one of the most stressful but, things I've ever done in my entire life. And thank you for sharing that. Also, the biggest thing to take away from this is seek help if you need it. Yeah, it's right. amazing. And you know, so you gotta kind of get there first, though. Yeah, you're right. You do have to get there. You um, don't. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Even if everybody around you tells you, right, you may not be at that 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 place to say, oh, wait a minute, I'm this, that, or the other, or I'm dealing with mm-hmm. i am experiencing this well and we all have the experience too or at least i do of uh william blake's you know a fool who persists in his folly may become wise you know smoking cigarettes although i'm glad mm-hmm. i quit a long time ago uh and you're gonna quit again soon too hopefully uh, but but you know it was something that man i had i'm a different person because mm-hmm. i was hanging out you know smoking behind the dumpster and Chatting with the cool kids, and you know, it's one of those things. But, we, but you know, even with that, okay. So there are counselors that specialize in different areas. There are counselors that specialize in addiction. Yeah, you know, and so whether it's addiction, whether it's anxiety, depression, all of that stuff, 
there are counselors that either specialize in it or they can or, or they can deal with it. And the thing about it too is when you get to that point where you realize you need help, it's amazing now how insurance has come a long way Boy, in dealing with therapy. Absolutely. Ooh. You could have co-pays that are incredibly low that are, you know, anywhere from like 15 to 30 bucks is low. Um, and where your insurance picks up most of the bill. Um, there are some people that, you know, uh, that they don't have to pay anything. Their insurance takes care of it all, mm-hmm. and they can They're go get the Canadians. help that they need. <laughs> now, there's some Americans that do as well. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, uh, so yeah, so, the che- you know, check in. If you're at the point where you think you may need to seek some counseling, check with your insurance company because chances are they cover a good amount of that as well. So mm-hmm. we're living in a society where we are becoming more and more open about talking about these kinds of issues. And, and that's a good thing. And there are some affordable services now online. It may not be up everyone's alley because it would be, you know, kind of removed. And I think sure. a lot of it is talk, but there are these very affordable therapy mm-hmm. services now where I think it's just kind of, you know, somebody, somebody to talk to who maybe is actually listening and will, you know, if only, you know, really show that they're listening and, and try to, you know, help with whatever direction you're going. And so, yeah, re- reach out and, uh, and hey, you know, text, uh, the, the KPL news app and tell us how you're feeling and we'll, uh, we'll give you some hugs through the radio waves. Uh, you're, you're adorable. Can I, uh-huh. can I, can I totally be annoying again? Go ahead, bro. Because <laughs> I'm good at it. All right, go ahead, bro. Um, let's go back to Al Franken. Oh, if only. So the Democrats totally made Al Franken resign from his Senate seat. When he sits back, do you think he has a dartboard with Joe Biden's picture on it? (laughs) I know that he was the sniffer and the making people feel uncomfortable. But that guy's still president. There's there's a great long form uh, interview with him. I think it's uh, what's the, the cool Vogue, not Vogue. Anyway, it's like the cool dude magazine. And it's GQ. It is GQ. Thank you. And uh, he, you know, explains that it was just one of those things where it's one thing after the other. Everything escalates so quickly, you know, and and suddenly he's resigned. And, you know, in retrospect, obviously, it's it's so goofy and it sets a goofy precedent, you know, but uh, I think it's just, man, I don't know. I go back and read Franken's books. You know, they're funny. And uh, the guy just kind of. I think he's probably better off outside of politics. I mean, I think really what we got to do, anybody who seeks that office, he was one of the few, I think, that for, believe his politics or not, he was trying to do the best for his constituency. Most people running for that, I feel like they're just trying to get in there to get paid, to to get away with stuff. And well, I, we would be better off with a lottery. Why did Franken? I know Franken. Franken was forced out. You can say he resigned. What? What? what I don't remember the reason. It was sexual the, harassment in nature. You know, yeah, it's kind of what I thought. That's what it I was recalled. a sketch that they he had yeah. done with this woman back in the day, and they had you know it had been provocative, and there were some you know groping or whatever. But it was all as people remember in good fun. But then it seemed a color untoward, and he was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to come back from this. And, yeah, he resigned, and he shouldn't have, but whatever, man. Which is why, of course, Bernie brought up Joe Biden, the president. And I think there's many of those moments that are, I guess, I don't know if it's ironic is the right word, that Joe Biden is doing right now. Like, okay, so he signed a bill, um, and I got to interview Jenna Quinn yesterday. He signed a bill dealing with the, um, you know, the lengthening of time that uh, sexual uh, abuse survivors can... um, be able to file civil suit mm-hmm. you know 
if you just do a little bit of digging into Joe Biden and you watch the videos and how he, you know, the, the, like he talked about the hair sniffing and the, mm-hmm. the hand, the, the, in my opinion, the inappropriate touching mm-hmm. uh, that he has done with little kids on camera. Um, I just think it's ironic that he's the one that was signing that bill as well. Um, he's been accused of some uh, uh, icky things. Uh, you know, it's just, he's going to be open to a lawsuit for even longer now. Uh, one well, and 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 the other thing I was going to say too, the the you know, uh, him being the president now that speaks on racism. When you go back and look at his past and see some of the racial things that he has said over the years, there's just many of these instances mm-hmm. with Joe Biden. You know, we you know what this has turned into uh, the Ron Gomez book. My name is Ron, and I'm a recovering legislator. Mm-hmm. We started with alcohol addiction, and now we're talking in general about legislators and their problems, uh, personal problems, whether they be, you know, in office, out of office. So uh, you just, just hey, look, here's a quick, uh, to lighten it up, here's a quick Al Franken story. So years ago. You're when good the, enough. When the Democrats. You're smart <laughs> enough. And gosh darn it, people like you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the thing. They said <laughs> when, when it was under consideration, mm-hmm. who do we get for the presidential, who, who's, a, what's our party ticket for the mm-hmm. Democrats? Okay, so they said, who who is outspoken and, and, and intelligent and can relate to the people? Oh, well, that's easy. Al Franken. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Good presidential candidate. And who is dedicated to his or her cause and just and just appeals to the people? Oh, Jill Stein from the Green Party. That's it. We've got it. We'll have the Frankenstein ticket. <laughs> uh, it took a while to see where you were going there. But that was I, good. I, 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 I like it. it. All right. but, okay, I like but, it. But just to cap. I, I do think uh, Biden's the, the current uh, focus on this hunger uh, uh, exploration and ways that we could manage, uh, you know, hunger and food insecurity uh, could be very fruitful. Uh, I mean, it stands, you know, to be seen. But okay. mm. all right. So let's get another one in before we have to go. Um, so uh, my wife was in New Orleans over the weekend in the past couple of days. And, you know, you talked about anxiety. I kind of felt a little bit of that because uh, a little nervous about her going to that city um, and, uh, you know, communicated that to her to make sure that she was careful. And so she got to see New Orleans and, you know, the issues that they have, which leads me into, you know, New Orleans police are short staffed and now they're hiring civilians to help amid violent <laughs> crime surge. I mean, it's just, I've got a love hate relationship uh, with the thought of this. Yes. <laughs> and the only reason I say that there are so many people here that I know locally mm-hmm. Who would be terrific in that capacity? Yeah. And then I, on the other hand, like those people were great. But on the other hand, I uh, Who would- think of the movie Police Academy when they <laughs> launched the cops program. Citizens yeah. <laughs> on patrol. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. You know what comes to my mind? Citizens of Reyes, citizens, citizens of Reyes. <laughs> Come here, you. Yeah, I do think uh, they're going to, the ones that might show up for the job aren't necessarily like the best. Uh, but, but, but I'll say this. I mean, I feel like we should, as a society, like everybody that wants to, when you're 18, I, I would have done it. I signed up for the selective service. I think I was required by law. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, let me show up and learn some basic, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, de-escalation skills, uh, uh, say, you know, aid rendering, uh, you know, simple medical 
uh, triage sorts of stuff. You know, that that's the kind of thing that I would think we would have a program where anybody that wants to learn it would learn it. And then those are you can seek those things, Jake. Just you got to be careful. Is it voluntary, which you were implying mm-hmm. in what you just said, or is it mandatory? Ah, uh, sure. Okay, yeah. There are countries that have that yeah, mandatory Israel, service. Uh, so, Switzerland. Look, let me. What, did, did you have any more comments on the New Orleans police? Because I oh, no, go ahead. a lot of good bit to say. All right. So number one, uh, nine hundred cops short. Okay, this stuff does not happen overnight, folks. You got to look at the history of a lot of things. For example, go back to Barack Obama post-racial, his post-racial presidency. It didn't last very long. Summer of 29, the beer summit. Remember the beer summit? Cambridge, Massachusetts? Mm -hmm. The Professor Gates was uh, going to his house. Uh, An officer from the Cambridge Police Department approached there was reported, by the way, burglary at that house. Professor Gates was was indignant. Professor Gates was uh, hostile and uncooperative toward the police. And so Barack Obama, before, just called out uh, Sergeant Sergeant Crowley. That was the, the police officer from the Cambridge Police Department. And that kind of began the whole downward trend of looking... I don't know, looking uh, askance, if you will, at police officers. And now, specifically to New Orleans, go back to 2013, Barack Obama and Mitch Landrew consent decree because many racial cases were filed. So Obama, that's, again, it all began in the summer of 2009 with police departments in Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, and it migrated down to New Orleans. And Mitch Landrew agreed to a consent decree. And from that point on, the police department was looked at, you know, these um, misfits, if you will. Now, do police always need new training and improve what it is they do and how they do it? Of course. But all these claims of racial discrimination has really hurt our police departments across the board. So remember, go back to 2013 and the consent decree between Barack Obama and Mayor Mitch Landrew. That is kind of the origin of how the police troubles began in New Orleans. All right. We're going to leave it there. Yeah. All right. Interesting conversation today. Uh, Mark Pope, Jacob White. Thank you all. Thank you. Indeed. All right. We're going to go ahead and take this break. Top of the hour news coming up and Fox Business as well. We've got to look at local and state headlines with Bernadette Lee coming up as well. We'll be right back. But it's but, still 59 degrees. Oh, Isn't yeah, that I know. Cool? Yeah. Woo-hoo. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. I'm Liz Claim, and this is the Fox Business Report. The pre-market the morning after the S&P hit a new fresh bear low, dipping 8 points, 3,647. The European Union warning retaliation for an attack on Europe's energy networks after suspecting damage to water natural gas pipelines was from sabotage. And King Charles banknotes won't circulate till mid-2024, according to the Bank of England. Though the portrait of the king, which will be on banknotes, will be revealed by the end of this year. This means the likenesses of King Charles III and his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, will be in circulation simultaneously in Britain. Notes with Queen Elizabeth's image on them will only be removed from circulation if they become worn or damaged. Minimize environmental and financial impact. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. 
You spend the first hour of your vacation at the luggage carousel, thinking there's nowhere to go but up. But there is a place to go but up. Because you open your suitcase, you find it filled with dolls. Dolls like the ones in that movie that scared you so much you wet your girlfriend's bed. Ah, Marissa, the one that got away. You return the bag to the airport with relief. It lasts until you get back to your room, where a fallen dolls to greet you. Don't let a suitcase full of dolls ruin your... Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A sea monster lurks off Florida's Gulf Coast. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. This is a very powerful major hurricane uh, that's going to have major impacts. Ian is almost a Category 5 with 155 mile an hour sustained winds. And Governor Ron DeSantis says for those who didn't evacuate like they were told, it's too late. The hurricane force winds extending 80 miles from the center of the storm. So they're already feeling hurricane force winds all along the coastline. And that storm surge is going to start to pile into these vulnerable coastlines. Especially Fox meteorologist Janice Dean says where Hurricane Ian is expected to hit land first. Any place from Sarah Minnesota to Fort Myers later today where they could get over 16 feet of storm surge that does not count with the high tide which will be a cup an additional one to two feet and then you've got waves on top of that that will inundate and go over, over top of buildings. Fox Weather's Robert Ray's on Fort Myers Beach standing in the waves in the surf. The surge you see it it's starting to come in and the winds when they start to come in the sideways rain and the sand really sort of like a weapon coming in and you you see it just continue to move in. Hurricane warnings also stretch inland up to Orlando. Ian could also spawn or tornadoes. A few already have happened. One in Broward County damaged small planes at an airport. The hurricane prompted the House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot to postpone today's public hearing the day after a Capitol rioter was convicted of assaulting a police officer and another one who pleaded guilty to assaulting another cop got a seven-year prison sentence. Russia is poised to take over four more regions of Ukraine. It took control of during the invasion after what's called sham elections. Residents there voting by referendum to approve becoming part of Russia. The United States will never recognize any territory Russia attempts to seize. That is U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. From the very beginning, and every workday since, at every shift, and every individual effort, we carry a common purpose, a common cause. It's a duty we proudly honor, knowing behind every product we build is your faith in us. Dedicated to the craft of gun making. Dedicated to your freedom, the quality, security, and the promise of this great country. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. Learn more at smith-wesson.com. While Hurricane Ian bears down on Florida, Congress is trying to pass short-term funding by Friday to prevent a partial government shutdown. Both sides want to keep resources flowing. 
to disaster-stricken communities. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell before a procedural vote last night moving a bill forward. President Biden has a different focus today. The White House announcing more than $8 billion in commitments as it hosts a conference on hunger, nutrition, and health. It's part of the Biden administration's goal to end hunger in the U.S. by 2030. The plan also wants to address dietary diseases and includes working to expand Medicaid and Medicare access to nutrition and obesity counseling. The White House says the conference will involve public and private sector leaders. President Richard Nixon hosted a similar conference in 1969, which led to the expansion of government programs such as food stamps. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. The shooting last night in Philadelphia at the end of a Roxborough High School football scrimmage. Gunmen opened fire, killing a 14-year-old and wounding four other teens. Police still looking for the shooters. A teenager also shot dead in California. A girl they were looking for after an Amber Alert. Police say 15-year-old Savannah Graziano was abducted by her father after he killed her mother. San Bernardino County deputies got a call from a citizen who spotted their car, and that led to a miles-long chase. The sheriff says the father shot at deputies, and they returned fire. The girl and the father shot to death. It's not known if she was shot by deputies or by her father. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. On Wall Street, a turnaround. Stock futures have been down most of the morning. Now, Dow futures are up over 100 points after yesterday falling to a new low for the year. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Football is here, and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, boot at. We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate hoot at experience, and we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome Home Games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends Tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the Cape Bell News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 8.08 in the morning, sunshine, 59 degrees. All right, good-looking weather again today. We'll have more on your weather forecast coming up in a couple of minutes. And topping news today, St. Landry DA's office saying a grand jury has indicted 17-year-old Jakiri Padillo for first-degree murder in the armed robbery that claimed the life of Jeremy Shassaw. The shooting happened in early August in Sunset. The police there saying that 21-year-old Shassaw was shot near his home he died later at a hospital. Padillo is set for arraignment next month. He'll be charged as an adult. Opelousas police have identified the man who was killed during an early morning shooting Sunday. Officials say 23-year-old Montario Dargan was killed after being shot while in a car in the 1100 block of Ina Clare Drive. 
Well, the vehicle of a sixth grade teacher out of a Houston suburb, that vehicle was found in New Orleans. The woman has been missing since last Thursday. The husband of 48-year-old Michelle Reynolds reported his wife missing last week. Sergeant Danny Laris with the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office in Texas says they don't know what Reynolds was doing when she went missing. We know that she traveled at some point, obviously, or that her vehicle, I should say, was was found in Louisiana, New Orleans specifically. Reynolds' family was in the New Orleans area searching for her. They had to go home because they have three children. Laris says detectives in Texas are following up on any leads. Our investigators are still following uh, anything that comes up, any information that's presented to them. So they're, they're working hard on trying to obviously locate Miss Reynolds. And so is the New Orleans Police Department. Now, as far as what condition the vehicle was in, where the exact location was in New Orleans that the vehicle was found, Laris is not saying. He says they're just seeking any help they can get. If anybody has any information on Miss uh, Reynolds' location or her whereabouts, uh, they're encouraged to contact us here at the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office. A candlelight vigil will be held Thursday at LSU. There will also be a fundraiser at Walk-Ons in Gonzales next Friday for Allie Rice. Her family says they have received so much support since her September 16th death. Allie Rice's aunt and godmother, Susie Rice, says since Allie's heartbreaking death, the community has rallied behind the family. And not just Baton Rouge, Ascension, West Baton Rouge, Iberville, Texas, Florida, I mean, everywhere. It's, it's amazing. I've never seen so many people come together like this. She says it's hard to believe what happened. You think about you know, the holidays are coming up and she's not going to be there. It gets sad. Allie would not want us to be sad. She, she would not want us crying every day for sure. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And other headlines. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell is pushing back against charges that crime in the city is out of control. She bristled at a recent report from the Wall Street Journal declaring New Orleans the country's murder capital for the first half of the year. The data even used for that is more of a governmental term for that. It's not based on what's actually happening on the ground in our community. Now, Cantrell acknowledges New Orleans has experienced an increase in crime, but she says other major cities have too, and she says... Most murders occur under specific circumstances. Mostly all of them are aligned by people who know one another, not random at all. Mostly all are aligned with the challenges that families are dealing with relative to domestic violence. She says mental health also plays an issue in the city, needs more mental health treatment options. Organizers of a petition to force a recall election against her say they've gathered 20 percent of the needed signatures they need. Cantrell responded to allegations that she pressured employees of city contractors not to sign the recall petition. I am not intimately involved in any of the efforts. I'm focused on doing the work and doing the job. Angola's old death row should be ready soon to house violent juveniles from the Bridge City Center for Youth in Jefferson Parish. After a federal judge last week refused to block the plan transfer to Angola, the plan is now proceeding. Jefferson Parish State Senator Patrick Connick has remained engaged in the project he says he's heard news of a staffing problem for the Angola facility. It's not a problem. I think it's just something that's got to take place in a systematic and, and, and planned out way. As for when the juveniles will be transferred to Angola, Connick says he hasn't been told. They usually don't telegraph when they move in prisoners. He says the process will take as long as it needs to. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, Governor John Bell Edwards is leading a delegation of state and business leaders on an economic development mission in London.
Shauna Sanford, a spokesperson for the governor's office, says the brief trip to London is jam-packed with meetings. They're going to be tackling some really important topics that are going to impact Louisiana and all across the state. She says there will be meetings with Shell and other companies to discuss clean energy, and they'll also seek guidance on how to address insurance issues for Louisiana homeowners and businesses. The Lloyds of London is the world's leading insurance underwriter in the marketplace. And the trip will conclude watching the Saints-Vikings game in London. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, the National Weather Service and the state's fire marshal's office have issued warnings for southeast Louisiana, asking people there to avoid open burning because breezy and dry conditions. Ashley Rodriguez with the fire marshal's office says a Bienville Parish man died Monday because his open burn got out of control. Four people died earlier this year the same way. The Weather Service has issued a red flag warning for southeast Louisiana, but the fire marshal's office says everyone statewide should be careful. And if you can, just don't do any open burning this week. Uh, The conditions aren't right. They urge you to surround any burn areas with water. Keep them 75 feet away from structures. Stay with them and keep a water hose handy. I'm Marcian Goldsby. Well, in other headlines today, the nation's obesity epidemic continues to grow. We're getting bigger and bigger. Louisiana's among 19 states with an adult obesity rate greater than 35%. President and the CEO for Trust for America's Health, Nadine Garcia, says the adult obesity rate in the Bayou State is 39%, and 22% of children are considered obese. And actually, we would have seen even higher rates if it hadn't been for many of the nutrition assistance programs that were had increased investment during the pandemic. To address the issue, she says we need to have more programs to ensure access to healthy and affordable affordable food as well as physical activity more accessible to all communities and that includes our youth i'm brooke thorrington and in our and finally section all right here's a fun one because hey the world needs more fun all right (laughs) the little raccoon made it he's all right but i mean when i get hungry i could put my face in a peanut butter jar (laughs) Animal rescuers in Massachusetts assisted a raccoon who was seen wandering around with a peanut butter jar stuck over his head. Hey, that's another reason you should put the trash in the trash. Uh. The Cape Wildlife Center said in their Facebook post, a rescue team got dispatched to help the raccoon. They got him, but then he he ran away. He escaped because who doesn't want to keep licking the peanut butter? (laughs) Um, The homeowner originally reported the raccoon. Spotted the animal again the next day. They found the little guy in his den. They uh, used a grabbing tool. They reached into the den, and they were able to pluck the jar right off of the raccoon's head. Hmm. No trauma to his neck or his head or anything. He's fine. Yeah. Um, look, you discarded trash. Don't be trashy. Yeah. Put your trash in the trash. The skunks do that, too. They get their heads caught. I tell you. Mm-hmm. It's funny stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Funny, funny, funny. Not funny like in the sense of that you want it to happen all the time, but he's okay though. Right. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. Peanut butter is delicious. I love it. Peanut butter and jelly. One of my favorite sandwiches. Oh, yum. My daughter loves it too. She eats it every day on some toast bread. <laughs> oh, that's you see, and, and now that's something I recently discovered. I would always <laughs> just put it on white bread. Mm-hmm. Well, one day I had uh, done some toast and I was like, wait a second. Let me see if peanut butter and jelly goes good on that. And sure enough, it's even better. It's so delicious. And some people get wild. They put the toast in, Mm -hmm. they butter it, Mm -hmm. then they put the peanut butter and jelly on it. I need to put some butter on the toast next time. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about it. Hey, 
If anybody knows how to be a big gal, it's this gal. <laughs> Keep the tips coming, Bernie. I love them. Oh, speaking of be- getting big and stuff, tomorrow uh. is Thursday. So customers of Rust Iron Service, mm. they're celebrating 25 years in business. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So to Steven and the gang, um, it, you know, if you're one of their customers and stuff, they're like, come on by. Mm-hmm. And have some jambalaya. Nice. Yeah. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. Temperatures today going to be getting up to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. Should have a pretty decent breeze out there as well. Those winds coming from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down to the mid-50s. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we stay pretty nice here. And sunny shine basically through the next several days. Probably going to be sticking with us at least through the weekend. I think probably most of next week as well. Temperatures will start to warm up over the weekend. They are quite cool here the next couple days. I think tomorrow we could see highs only get to about 80 degrees. Lows are going to start to get down into the mid and lower 50s as we get towards the later parts of the work week and the start of the weekend. So overall, a very, very quiet pattern. Looks like it's going to stay that way through the rest of this week and on into October. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Family Dollar has more for Halloween. Find everything for the perfect celebration. Costume accessories, decorations, and a huge variety of candy. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways right now, we... Um we do have a crash with injuries, uh, uh, Highway 93 at Renault Drive and Scott, Highway 93 at Renault Drive and Scott. Um, we also have another crash, Moreland Drive. Uh, this is Moreland Drive. This is off of I-10 near the, uh, not far from the I-10, I-49 interchange. Other than that, roadway is looking pretty good right now. You know, we are in week four of the NFL season and DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, they want to be a part of the action. They want to be part of your action, your enjoyment of the NFL games. And, you know, they want to make those touchdowns and big plays and even bigger wins for you. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Well, if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PELICAN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PELICAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and older, physically present in Louisiana, select parishes only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 742. That's 742. Win Cash brought to you by Matthew James Financial wants to make you a winner here on News Talk 96.5. Kelly Morvan Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. 
Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvant Photography. And good morning, Acadiana, and welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Uh, Brandon Como, Bernadette Lee with you here for the third hour of this Wednesday edition today. Hello. And uh, we had a busy morning. <laughs> <laughs> had a busy morning this morning, Bernie. Yes, it has been crazy. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great uh, Winging It Wednesday discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it uh, stemming off of the addiction Conversation following mm-hmm. the announcement from uh, Stuart, Representative Stuart Bishop last week that he was uh, seeking um, addiction uh, help, uh, mm-hmm. uh, rehab. Uh, also, I uh, got a chance to speak with, uh, you know, Ken Turner with uh, Golf Search and Rescue. Uh, eyes right now out at Hurricane Ian, and the path has changed on the storm. And, mm. man, this thing is very powerful. It's only a couple miles per hour shy of Cat five status mm-hmm. and uh, the the path that's changed on it is allowing it to pick up more steam and I mean it's basically going to ride the coast of Florida according to projections and it's um it's a I heard um you know it's kind of been interesting to listen to the different way, names that it's been called mm-hmm. Behemoth was one the Sea Monster was what Fox the News sea used monster. at eight o'clock the big Sea Monster uh so yeah man hopefully you know. Hopefully the people in Florida are as prepared as possible and not taking this thing lightly. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Oof, so God. All right, so it is time for some Cartridge World trivia. Now, we're going to jump back in to some of the Big Bang trivia that we, oh! we've been doing. Okay, I'm going to try. Um, I don't and, know all the things you might think I know, man, but uh, You've been great so far, though, Bernie. You've been, you've been amazing with the trivia so far. So, Thanks. all right, first off, we want to say a thank you to Cartridge Road. They want to save you money on your printing needs. Call them today. Ask about their no-cost printer program. Cartridge Road, 337-3, I mean, excuse me, 337-984-9000. All right, let me say that again. 337-984-9000, cartridgeworldusa.com. All right, I got to slow down on that. Make sure I get that number correct. It's all good. It's you and me, baby. All right, let's do this, Bernie. Okay, so <laughs> sh- we've we've already asked you about Sheldon. Yes. Yes. Uh, we have asked you about, we have not asked you about Leonard Hofstadter. Oh, okay. These, these might be a little bit harder. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try so hard. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, let's see here. Who does Leonard marry on the show? Well, Penny. Me, Penny. You were seeming a little less confident, so I had to ask you an easy one Thank to get you. your confidence going. Thank you there. to start our day off correctly with okay. the fun trivia. <laughs> All right, so uh, what instrument? Does Leonard play? Um, okay, his friend that he kind of had the fling with. Mm-hmm. Okay, that he was on Roseanne with. She played. Okay, wait, does he play the big cello? Yes. Okay, good. I was trying to think about whole scene. Man, good and, job, Bernie. You okay, just like work through it. That was really good. Whew. You know who? You know what character associated with Leonard makes me laugh the most, right? Who? His, His mom. mom. <laughs> She's great. And you know, I love. It took me the longest time to figure out 
Lori Metcalf yeah. plays Sheldon's. Uh, oh no, you're talking about yeah. Leonard's mom. I'm talking mom, about Leonard's mom, not which Sheldon's is mom. Christine Baranski. Yes, which She's of course is the the lady in. Well, she was in The Good Wife. Yes, but then she they did the spinoff, The Good Fight, yes. which I wasn't a fan of. The Good Fight, but The Good Wife was I'll, I'll, the show was great. The yeah. Good okay, so yeah, Christine Baranski was hilarious. I mean, <laughs> the, all the moms are. Well, those two moms are hilarious. Yes. Sheldon's mom is is funny. <laughs> okay, but Christine Baranski's uh, version of Leonard's mom. Okay, now what the what does Leonard's mom do for work? Okay, Leonard's mom is a psychiatrist. You right? got it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she's a shrink because She's mean she to was her kid, but yes, she used him. Oh yeah, with various experiments. Yes, hilarious. When she was also a neuroscientist too. Yes. Uh huh. So wrong and so right. That's just, I know it's so wrong. <laughs> the line I always think of when I hear is when she just randomly pops out, I have to urinate. <laughs> just very like literal and matter of fact. It was, her character was so funny. So All right. funny. Um, okay. Let's see here. What else I got for you? Oh, where did Leonard graduate from? Was it A, Princeton? Was it B, Harvard? Or was it C, Yale? Okay. Um, was he Princeton? Yes. Okay, I got one right. Yep. Okay. The same as our buddy Ian. Oh, yeah. Mr. Maybe Princeton. Ian. Ravaging uh, the hurricane era now. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is one you probably won't know, but okay, I think I'm it's, try. it's hilarious to mention it. What is Leonard's middle name? Okay. Uh, gosh. If you get this one right, Bernie, that's Okay, Leonard's amazing. middle name. Okay, I'm trying to think about it. <laughs> Leonard Hofstetter. I, I just can't. I can't remember. Le oh. Leaky. Leaky. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. All right. There you go. We've got Leonard covered now. We've just been working our way through the cast. Which is so much fun. Bernie, you've been like, man, you've got like a great grade on these questions. Well, I really do love that show. It's hilarious. Yes. I love Young Sheldon, too. It's so sweet. I've actually found myself watching Young Sheldon a little bit lately. And really? I enjoyed it about as much as the, uh, mm -hmm. the the show itself, the original show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, Young Sheldon, and Lori Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Sheldon's mom yeah. in Big Bang Theory, yeah. her daughter mm -hmm. plays young Sheldon's mom yes. on that show. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so adorable. Oh. I just love it all. I'm sorry. I might be a little obsessed. I apologize. No, it's all good. All right. All right. We're going to go and take this break, <laughs> and Bernie is going to do news, and we'll continue on with the Katie Morning News. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana, Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. KPEL News Time, coming up now on 834 Sunshine, still holding at 59 degrees. Opelousas police have identified the man who was killed during an early morning shooting Sunday. Officials say 23-year-old Montario Dargan was killed after being shot while in a car in the 1100 block of Ina Claire Drive on Sunday. St. Landry DA's office says a grand jury has indicted 17-year-old Jakiri Padillo for first-degree murder in the armed robbery that claimed the life of Jeremy Chasson. That shooting happened in early August in Sunset. Police there say they found Chasson near his home with a gunshot wound to his chest. He later died at a hospital. 
Padillo will be tried as an adult. The vehicle of a sixth grade teacher, well, it was found in New Orleans. That sixth grade teacher working in the suburbs of the Houston area. Her husband says she's been missing since Thursday of last week. Apparently over the weekend, the vehicle, 48-year-old Michelle Reynolds, was found in New Orleans. Now, Sergeant Danny Laris with the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office in Texas says they don't know what Reynolds was doing when she went missing. We know that she traveled at some point, obviously, or that her vehicle, I should say, was was found in Louisiana, New Orleans specifically. Now, Reynolds' family is reportedly in New Orleans searching for her. Laris says their detectives in Texas are following up on any leads that they get. Our investigators are still following uh, anything that comes up, any information that's presented to them. So they're they're working hard on trying to obviously locate Miss Reynolds. And they said their search continues exactly where the vehicle was and in what condition it was in. Well, they're not saying right now, but Laris does say anyone with information should contact them. If anybody has any information on Miss uh, Reynolds' location or her whereabouts, uh, they're encouraged to contact us here at the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office. Now, uh, in other headlines, there's going to be a candlelight vigil this Thursday at LSU. There's also going to be a fundraiser walk-ons in Gonzales next Friday, all for the family of Allie Rice. The family says they have received a lot of support since the young woman's September 16th death. Allie Rice's aunt and godmother, Susie Rice, says since Allie's heartbreaking death, the community has rallied behind the family. And not just Baton Rouge, Ascension, West Baton Rouge, Iberville, Texas, uh, Florida, I mean, everywhere. It's, it's amazing. I've never seen so many people come together like this. She says it's hard to believe what happened. You think about you know, the holidays are coming up and she's not going to be there. It gets sad. Allie would not want us to be sad. She, she would not want us crying every day for sure. I'm Brooke Thorrington. To New Orleans, Mayor Latoya Cantrell is pushing him back against the charges that Crime in the city's out of control. Now, she bristled at a recent report from the Wall Street Journal declaring New Orleans as the murder capital for the first part of 2022. The data even used for that is more of a governmental term for that. It's not based on what's actually happening on the ground in our community. She says mental health issues are part of the problem. And finally, this morning, I'll tell you, VHS tapes. Who watches those? I mean, maybe 1% of the population still. So, an overdue VHS tape was finally returned to the Kansas Library after 19 years. (laughs) Apparently, this person checked out the Russian film Burnt by the Sun. It was on a seven-day loan in 2003. Amy Field, who is working for the county library system there, says... Sometimes they have old library stickers on them and how we used to categorize. She says it's always just fun. It is unclear whether the patron will be fined for the late return. Now, the library does impose a 30 cent per day fine on late materials, but the fees are capped out at $6 per item. (laughs) Hey, at least Uh they tried to return it. I guess that's kind of sweet. Uh huh. (laughs) I don't know. I love it. Okay. It's coming up now on 838. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. Temperatures today going to be getting up to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. Should have a pretty decent breeze out there as well. Those winds coming from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down to 
the mid-50s. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we stay pretty nice here and sunny shine basically through the next several days. Probably going to be sticking with us at least through the weekend. I think probably most of next week as well. Temperatures will start to warm up over the weekend. They are quite cool here the next couple days. I think tomorrow we could see highs only get to about 80 degrees. Lows are going to start to get down into the mid and lower 50s as we get towards the later parts of the work week and the start of the weekend. So overall, a very, very quiet pattern. Looks like it's going to stay that way through the rest of this week and on into October. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what's happening uh, on the roadways right now. We uh, do have some crashes to tell you about. First off, we've got a crash with injuries on Johnson Street. This is right by uh, Crestlawn Boulevard. Uh, this is right by South City Parkway. So where all Giles Nissan, Mercedes-Benz, all the car dealerships, Rouse's is. Uh, so we got a crash in that area causing some tie-ups. Also, we have a crash on Clara Street. And uh, this is Clara Street uh, in Karen Crow, uh, just off of University Avenue. Uh, other than that right now, oh, in uh, Scott, LA 93 at Renault Drive. We have a crash there with injury, so... Please be careful. Kelly Morvant Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvant Photography. The Cape Hill Topic Train is running right on time. Speeding through the headlines to start your day. Brought to you by Broussard Poche LLP, certified public accountants. All right, so let's hop aboard the topic train as on this day. Yeah. In 1920, September 28th, eight Chicago White Sox players were indicted Uh, for fixing the 1919 World Series in the infamous Black Sox scandal. Mm -hmm. Great movie. Yeah. That one. Uh, and then, of course, Field the Dreams, where mm-hmm. Shoeless Joe there got you to go. come back. Look that at Bernie. Cool. Look at Bernie with all the baseball <laughs> info. <laughs> Good stuff. By the way, they were bribed to lose the 1919 World Series to the Cincinnati Reds. Man. Okay. So, yes. Bernie, if I ask you yes. to name the oldest rock band still touring today, what name comes to your mind? Rolling Stones. That's a good guess. Uh, but who the is oldest... It? Touring band was established in 1961, Ooh. and they put out a lot of good vibrations. <gasps> the Beach Boys. Yes, they wow. do. Wow. Death, illness, and mental health issues have not soured the American dream, and surf seems to be continually up for this legendary act. Veteran member Mike Love is working his way around the country with his own lineup of the group, wow. touring Europe and North America into spring of 2023. Wow, that's cool. One of my only music regrets. And, and it, uh, there's nothing that I could do about it, mm-hmm. but was missing them when they were in concert when the Cajuns played at the first New Ar- their first New Orleans. Bowl oh, game. and you didn't get to see it. Well, I was here producing. Yeah, uh, back when I was working at ESPN, uh, and so I missed it. I was. I'm still to this day like, man, Bumped I wish I would have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there you go. All right. Final uh, topic on the topic train. Today 
is Drink Beer Day. Oh, that's the best day of the week, then. <laughs> <laughs> so today, of course, a good day to gather with your brew crew and sample some suds. The best-selling brand of beer in America. Budweiser. The king of beers. You got yes, it. Yes, baby. You got it. It's mm-hmm. It only increased sales by 0.3% from the year prior, but the king of beers was far and away the best-selling beer brand in the U.S. Yeah. So there you go. I love it. I love your your history. This was cool. My Thank you. topic train yes. this morning. It was very fun. By the way, yes. we did put the question up at our KPL uh, News Facebook page um, in honor of National Drink Beer Day. Yeah. What is your favorite beer of choice? And the very first answer that was given this morning was Yingling. Really? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. That's still like super popular. I go. enjoy that. I like Coors Light. Mm-hmm. I like Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Guinness girl too. You like I admit Guinness? it. Yes, I like eating an entire loaf of bread <laughs> in one glass. <laughs> All right. We'll go ahead and take this quick commercial break and we'll be right back. I just want to remind you about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL action is in full swing, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Well, they want you to get the most out of this NFL season as we go into week four. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PELICAN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PELICAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and older, physically present in Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. And with that, we bid you adieu this morning. Moon Griffon uh, waiting on deck for the Moon Griffon Show from 9 to noon. And then from noon to 3 is Dan Bongino's show. After that, Joe Cunningham from 3 to 4. Shannon is offsides from 4 to 6. And uh, the Mark Levin show from nine, from 6 to 9. From 9 to 10 is American Ground Radio. And from 10 to midnight is the Dave Ramsey Show. Thanks for listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. Kelly Morvant Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvant Photography. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Democrat Senator Amy Klobuchar says that if you vote for Democrats, you'll be able to stop hurricanes. Now, wait a minute. I thought we already did that when we elected Barack Obama. He said his election as the Democrats nominee for president would be remembered as the moment when the rise of the oceans began to slow and our planet began to heal. It must have worked. I mean, why would he and Michelle have purchased a $15 million home in Martha's Vineyard if the climate apocalypse was upon us? So now we need to vote for Democrats again, but this time to stop hurricanes? Well, I'm not sure what's more destructive in this case, the hurricanes or Democrats. Given that people are still moving to the coast and leaving Democrat-run states, I think the answer is Democrats. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.